to Astro Detectives, where longtime friends Scott and Sarah try to debunk or prove the ancient phenomenon of astrology. I'm Sarah Hartshorn, the astrologer. And I'm Scott Randall, the skeptic. Each episode, I'll give Sarah two birth charts, one belonging to our guest and one that I made up. She'll use astrology to try to match the right chart to our guest. A birth chart is a snapshot of the sky when a person is born. It reveals an incredible amount of information about a person. Enough to match a person to the right chart? We'll see. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Astro Detectives. Um, We're here with Sarah, the astrologer. I'm Scott, the skeptic. We had a wonderful time last week with a recap of our first five, and we're ready to hit the ground running with the next five, starting with this episode six. Sarah, how are you doing this week? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm super jazzed. I think um, this is going to go a lot better from here on out is my hope. Um, We're kind of changing things up a little bit. Uh, We talked about this in our retraced episode, but, you know, for the first five episodes, I was more just kind of interviewing people, asking the questions, trying to see what they would reveal and if I could match the chart to their answers. But there was some you know, I think some issues with doing it that way, it's kind of, that's not really how astrology is meant to be used. And also I have a hard time taking in a lot of information. Uh, you know, I, I might be, um, I've never been tested for being ADD, but (laughs) maybe I'm on that spectrum, but like when people are giving me a lot of information and I'm trying to look at two charts, it's really hard to like hear everything they're saying. So I think what we're going to do this week is instead of, uh, you know, me listening to them in that way, I'm going to actually read both of these charts to them as if they were clients and we'll see which one they resonate more with. And so I think that's going to be a better way of uh, doing this. I agree. And I'm thinking that overall, you'll just kind of, well, maybe all of us will just kind of notice that one chart just seems to be getting a lot more yeses, a lot more affirmation from the guest. And we all just sort of seem to be vibing with it more than the other one. Um, I'm curious to see if that tends to be the first chart or the second chart in general, like the first chart you read to somebody, do they agree with that? And then the second chart they're more skeptical of because they just agreed to the first chart? Um, that'll be fun to see, but you have chosen an order to do these charts. I've given you chart A and chart B, and then you are scrambling them Mm -hmm. so that I don't even know which one is, uh, matches your two descriptions. So we can all play along. Um, do you want to tell us what these two charts have in common? First of all, sure. And you can use astrological terms for this part because it's not giving anything away. Okay. Well, uh, they have a couple of things in common, but just one interesting thing that they both have in common is they both have their North Node in the first house. And the North Node, it's not a planet or a celestial body. It's a calculation point. It's one of the moon's nodes. And um, what it represents in astrology is um, the North Node represents like our destiny, our like one of our 
main themes or paths in life that we're moving toward. And um, so when you have your North Node in the first house, there's this um, theme around you really needing to um, stand in your own power and really um, you stand up for yourself and develop your own personality. And um, I just thought that was really interesting. And I think uh, in the context of one of these charts, it that might be a little bit more challenging because of some other things they have going on. So that's just one little thing that they have in common. Well, that's very useful. And of course, you separating them is the whole reason we have the show. Uh, what are these two personalities? Okay. So um, I've had some time to think about this. And so this first personality, I um, feel like this person is very mysterious, very guarded. Um, they, I think secrets <laughs> is a theme in their life. Um, I felt like there was kind of a lot of heaviness to this chart. Um, but uh I do think that there are someone who has a real practical, logical mind. And um, I think that they really like to get to the bottom of things um, and they don't take things at face value. But I do think that they might struggle with uh, taking action because of just like too much indecision, not knowing which way to go. Um, and I think that they might have to do a lot of things behind the scenes. So, um, and I think there's a little bit of a rebellion, rebelliousness to this person. So I call them the stealthy rebel <laughs> is right. kind of my nickname for them. And then um, my other profile, this person, very different. Um, this person, I was getting a lot of vibes from this chart that they would be a very romantic person. They would be very tied up in their partnerships. This person, partnerships is a huge theme in this um, person's life. Um, they might get their identity from like partnerships or like relationships. Um, they might take on the qualities and hobbies and characteristics of their partner. They're probably in a lot of They've been in a lot of relationships, maybe. Um, and uh, Or they could currently be in a lot of relationships. We're open to all okay, relationship styles on this podcast and There's, choices. You know, as an astrologer, I have learned not to judge people. I, I think it's all, you know, part of everybody. Everybody's got their own plan, their life path. We're all here experiencing uh, whatever we agreed to experience. So I'm... I just find it all fascinating, but I, I think this person is a romantic and I think they're very likable and very charming. I think they're very, they're good with uh, aesthetics and they would be very artistic. Um, and they might even be uh, kind of poetic. I think they might've had some struggle with friendships is a theme that I was seeing with this chart. Um and maybe some struggles with mom. Uh, uh, friendships is interesting since they're so involved with relationships. That means exactly. only only romantic relationships, but not necessarily friendships. Yeah, I, I think um, this person would be a lot better with like one-on-one -on -one 
partnerships, whether it's like a best friend or a business partner or a romantic partner, but like in social groups or having a lot of friends, I think this person is going to have some setbacks and struggles. See, and that goes, well, that sort of goes against the idea that they would have many romantic partners at once to me if they're bad with big social groups. Well, <laughs> I mean, not, not everyone who has a lot of romantic partners gets them all together in one room at one time. Oh, that's, so they can talk. That's a oh, different you mean... kind of romantic situation. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say big, like social groups or a big network of friends, you mean they could have a big network of friends. They just want to hang out with them individually. Yeah, I mean, I, I I see this person having putting quality over quantity. They might have okay. a few few close friends, um, but they probably wouldn't have a big social family group. Um, so anyway, I named this person because of their um, you know theme of aesthetics and romance. I, I named them the romantic artist. So we have the romantic artist, and we have the stealthy rebel. Excellent. Well, we have our guest in the waiting room also, so we don't have to guess anymore about how what these uh, descriptions mean and go too deep without the help of the actual person. One of these two charts matches our guest. Let's find out. And I'm going to admit, should I say after this commercial break? Sure. <laughs> right after this commercial break. And we're back and we're ready to find out which one of these charts matches our guest. As soon as we meet our guest, they are loading up. Hello. Your, your guest has arrived. Our guest has arrived. They've just <laughs> walked in the door from the waiting room. <laughs> this is Bethany. Um, can we, Bethany, are you a camera off kind of person? Well, I'll turn it on. We'll see if we'll work right now. Okay, uh, this is an audio-only audio podcast, <laughs> but sometimes it's more fun to chat to a face. How are you doing? Yeah. Hello. Here. I'm doing I'm doing well. It's very nice to meet you guys. How are you? We're, doing? Yeah, we're having a blast. We love... Uh, yeah. Sarah just won't stop talking about astrology charts, so we made a podcast <laughs> out of it. And so, do you know the format of the show? Actually, I decided to come in cold. So Excellent. I, nice. I came in I came in cold. I was like, this will be more fun. <laughs> well, I'll give you a brief description for you and the audience too. Um, I've given Sarah two birth charts to look at. One of them is your birth chart. One of them is a random one with a random place and time and all of that stuff. So she's drawn up two character descriptions from these two charts. And she's she's sure that the the stars aligning and astrology will point her in the right direction. So, yeah, I'm um, excited for this. And uh, so throughout, the only one thing I do um, ask is that you don't mention anything related to your birthday <laughs> uh, or any astrology huh? signs that you might be aware of, because that is a secret. <laughs> don't okay. mention like, oh, we, right. had a, we had a great birthday party that summer or that winter, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I will say nothing. <laughs> great, great. Um, and oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask you um, what your relationship to astrology is, or how much do you know about it? Bits and pieces. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it ambiguous. 
Oh, good. Okay. But, well, but it's, yeah, you, it's really, it's, it's like, it's, beats, it's bits and pieces, right? It's um, at more, at points in my life, it's been more relevant. And other points in my life, it's been less relevant. But so it's bits and pieces. Well, before Sarah starts reading to you from one of the two charts, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Just kind of a general overview? Um, like work or personal or whatever's important to you. Part of it is what you find to be a part of your, what you choose to, you know, as your little mini your biography. identity, <laughs> your identity. Ooh, it, what do you associate with? The isn't most? That, that's, 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 isn't that the key in life? <laughs> I am an avid scuba diver, avid scuba diver. And I am a successful executive. And I really enjoy stand-up comedy. And I have children and a turkey and a really wonderful dog. You and have I a have turkey? a very fortunate life. <laughs> I do. I do. I actually have, I have a rescue turkey. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, that's so cool. Is this the kind of turkey that they pardon at Thanksgiving and then, you, you know, they get rescued? It, it, it actually, it is. It actually is. Um, so it is a meat bread turkey and her name is June. And a few years ago, I had some chickens and one of my chickens was attacked by a fox. And so I did what most rational people do. I built a $6,000 fence to protect my $20 chickens. And um, the guy who built my fence said, hey, your ladies have such a lovely disposition in life. I would love to, like, I have two turkeys. Would you be willing to take them? And it's like, yeah, sure. He said, but they're rescue turkeys. You, you can't eat them. But they're totally like meat bread birds. They're big, giant white turkeys, which you would think of. But one of them died. Uh, it, well, actually, hold on, backing you, up. You ate uh, one of them, and you still have, and you still have another. No, one. no, no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. I mean, do they follow up <laughs> to make we, sure? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. This guy might have actually. Um, but, but what happens is these meat bread birds. I said, "Hey, how long are they supposed to live for?" And he said, two to three years." Well, we inherited them at two years. We rescued them at two years, whatever, and. I got to tell you, we're now three years into it, and one of them is still very, very much alive. Her name is June. Um, they're, they were named Johnny and June after the caches, but June has survived. Johnny has not. All right. Well, um, I think that gives us a decent little overview to work with. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> What Now, what Sarah's going to do is she's going to basically do a little mini version of a reading that you would have with an astrologer, but we don't know if this is the right chart or not. And then we're going to kind of okay. talk about it afterwards. Then we're going to do a mini reading with the other chart and see how that one fits. So just kind of um, act like you sat down with an astrologer and kind of go with it and, and uh, see how it feels. As much as I've ever sat down with an astrologer, I'm into it. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, awesome. Okay. So, all right. I'm looking over your chart here. Um, and I am seeing that you strike me as someone that I think people would find extremely charming and likable. Um, just kind of the first impression that you give to people, you are someone who would be very affectionate, 
uh, very social, charming, likable. Is do you, uh, does that resonate with you? Yes. Okay, great. Um, you seem like someone who would be very agreeable, um, maybe too agreeable at times to maybe your own detriment. Would that does that resonate with you? Please say no. Not hard. agree. <laughs> I'm gonna say a, a hard pass. That's gonna be a hard. That's gonna be a hard pass. Scott is like, uh, this is not this lady, and no. No, no, no. When she said <laughs> you might be agreeable, I just wanted to hear somebody say no, not agreeable. I am not agreeable. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Uh, I wonder if I should. I'm trying to think how I should keep track of that. I might make turn that my text spread. Okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't mean to break the whole process. You didn't, you didn't, you're not doing any, okay. you just give answer. you the answer. Honestly, that's all I ask. And don't uh, be influenced by Scott when he chimes in. <laughs> Noted. So, uh, are you a very relationship oriented person? Do you feel like, uh, and what I mean by that is you care so deeply about uh, you find your your identity through relationships, and you are uh, maybe have had a lot of relationships. Does that resonate with you? I'm gonna say yes to that. Okay. Um, is now uh, you seem like someone who would peace and harmony would be very important to you, maybe to the point of uh, being conflict avoidant which i feel like maybe you said by well you were I'm saying not, you're not very agreeable so i'm not conflict avoidant i am i'm willing to not avoid the conflict okay now what about mediation and uh bringing peace and harmony is that to situations is that something you're good at but it is yes and i believe that we should do that in more situations yeah Okay, great. Um, how do you feel about um, like art and aesthetics? Is that something that's very important to you? It is incredibly important to me, yes. Okay. Are you someone who like frequents art museums and uh, really tries to have a real aesthetic in your home? I have an aesthetic in my home. I frequent art museums and I am a major patron of the arts. All right, great. Um, are you someone who likes to play devil's advocate a lot and very indecisive? 100%. Okay. Oh, I'm not indecisive, but I like to be play devil's advocate. Okay. I don't, so you, they're not the same. Those aren't the same thing. Right, you're right. They're not the same thing. You like to play devil's advocate, but you, so you would say that you're someone who's very decisive. You know what you're going to do, and you do it. For the most part, yeah. But you like I'm, to sometimes. I'm extremely focused. I guess devil's advocate means, but, but even if you are decisive in one area, you like to explore the other area and play that part. I would say I'm extremely rational. And so I can step back, and no matter what the situation is, I'm going to try and look at as many sides as possible. Okay. Very rational. All right. Um, are you someone. Do you really work worry about what other people think of you and are very approval and acceptance seeking? Uh, minimally. So no. I like I like approval, 
but I'm minimally necessary of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So also you seem like somebody <laughs> based on your chart <laughs> that I'm reading here. Um, are you someone who identifies with being wearing your emotions on your sleeve and getting very deeply personal with people maybe very quickly? Uh, it depends. If it's to my advantage, sure. Oh, <laughs> do you mean like uh, you use your charms to uh, like, uh, you know, have the situation work out in an ideal way for you? Well, ideal way for me or whatever the situation should be, right? So I'm a totally team player. At the end of the day, if the team is who should benefit, then absolutely. Okay. Um, do you, uh, do you find that your mood is something that changes quite frequently? Like day to day, like every couple of days you get kind of moody or something like that happens. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Was your mother, uh, someone who deeply shaped your personality? Yes. Okay. Did you feel that, did you have a positive relationship with your mother or was it more kind of destructive and controlling? Well, I think it's neutral to positive. Okay. Uh, do you... Uh, I, can I ask, what does the chart say? Like, what does that chart say? Does it say that a good relationship or a bad relationship? This chart shows a lot of intensity with the mother. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, that the mother would have really influenced and shaped the person's personality, um, but it would also come with a lot of intensity. Do you experience your emotions in a very intense way? I am, uh, yes, I do. And I am a little caught off guard by this particular question, actually. Okay. <laughs> We we should can remind you, elaborate? you. Well, we should remind you that at any point you can uh, plead the fifth and not answer a question. That in and of itself is revealing to Sarah, and um, yeah. so you do have the right to not I don't answer. Mind. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Elaborate if you would. I don't mind. Um, my mother was murdered when I was uh, fourteen years old. Oh my God! And so I there's am a, so sorry. There's a lot of intensity with obviously that uh, that relationship, but I wouldn't necessarily feel close. Wow! Yeah. Oh wow, that's really heavy. I'm so sorry. I I, I had no idea you were going to say anything like that. I could see there was well, a lot I mean, of intensity. Yeah. It, it, for me, it is part of who I am, and it's part of what shaped my life in a positive way. So it just is, it is what it is. Okay. Okay. I, I have to ask, how did you find positivity to have your life shaped after that? Cause that's such a, you know, big well, thing to come back from. It, it's one of those things where I think whenever you encounter any sort of extreme trauma in life, you can choose to, so you can't choose the trauma that comes to you, right? But you can choose how you react to the trauma. And it could be that you, it just brings you down. And some people can't come back from that. And that's just the reality. 
But it also can be that you say, I am just going to continue to do whatever I need to do and try to not have the negative repercussions of whatever the situation is. And that's what I chose to do. Mm, Wow. That was, that's really like a Phoenix rising from the ashes. And Uh, that is definitely the story of my life. Yes. Wow. Well, thank you for, you know, being willing to share that with us. Like that is not how I was thinking that energy would manifest, but that's definitely a signification of that aspect in the chart. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, okay. So let me see. So, and when I was saying, I'm sorry, I, I don't know if I heard you. So when you feel your emotions, are you someone who has very intense emotions and experiences them very intensely? Yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Do you find that you uh, have some psychic and intuitive abilities? 100%. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, and uh, so, and then I'm feeling like, so is your comfort zone, is your comfort zone um, just needing like harmony and beauty and be surrounded by art and maybe like uh, having like being social with someone or just being around a good friend or a partner or something like that is that like your idea of your comfort zone? hundred percent. Okay. Wow. Okay. And, um, are you, I'm sorry, can you, are you, um, in a relationship? What is your relationship history? If you don't mind sharing. I am in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is this a relationship that you've had for a long time or a new relationship? It is a relationship I've had for a long time, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Is this person that you're in a relationship with, would you describe them as being very, more of the dominant person, more aggressive, more decisive and assertive? I wouldn't say any of those terms, but I wouldn't... By not saying any of those terms, I would say anything adverse to that would be submissive, and I would definitely not say that that is that person either. Okay. An equal, a partner. An equal, okay. Okay. Well, um, all right. Um, what? In, can you give me a few adjectives to maybe describe that person? Um giant soccer um, I don't soccer is on the so are they athletic yes let's say athletic okay okay very athletic all right and and um human human <laughs> okay that's all right <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, let's see what else. Uh, you know what I mean by human though, right? 
people, there are certain people who are more human, I feel like, than other humans where they just are so accepting and wonderful of other humans. They're just ultra humans almost. Oh, okay. I thought you were just being funny. Like, they're a human. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't. Actually, for once in my life, I was not. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Now, um, let me ask you about your work. Are you someone in your work? Are you a researcher or anything to do with um, getting to the bottom of things? Well, those are two very different things in my world. Um, and I'm definitely somebody who gets to the bottom of things. I'm a problem solver. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Is there any creativity or creative expression that's part of your work? 100%. I think that there's creative expression in everybody's line of work. It just, uh, everybody's creativity is different. Okay. Can you kind of explain how you creativity manifests in your line of work? Mine is a more traditional explanation of creativity. So I'm a head of marketing for my company. So it's things like ad campaigns and how we go after customers and how you speak to people and the messages you want to deliver to them. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm curious, working within marketing, do you have customer profiles that you build using certain traits? Um, oh, 100%, yeah. And at, we had a conversation with our second guest, John, about a similar thing. Astrology has all of these profile characteristics, and you're building a person from a chart, and it is an interesting crossover that I just wanted to mention. I don't it, know. It, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it's it's a hundred. It's it's very. It's a great correlation, actually. Yeah. Like one of these other charts, the one that's not you is a complete person, according to Sarah. Like she sees a lot of details about their life. But hold on, mm. were we not supposed to tell me about the other chart that wasn't me? Well, we're well, we don't. Well, you, you're agreeing with this one a lot. We're going to see if you agree as much with the next yeah. one when we, when we get to. I'm going to read both of them to you. Um, we'll see. I'll well, try. Yeah, I'll try and speed it up a little bit. Um, okay, so uh, are you someone who is, would you say you're better with details or are you more like a big picture person? Well, if you had asked me 15 years ago, I would say I was a details person. And if you ask me now, I would say I'm a big picture person. Okay. All right. Um I just realized I was kind of like more asking you questions. I'm trying not to fall back into that. So let me just read this chart to you and we'll see what you agree with here. So, um, all right. So in this chart, I'm showing that you really um, express your purpose and get a lot of success and satisfaction out of your creative expression and being very imaginative, um, being very compassionate towards other people. Um, Is that something you relate to? Yeah, all of that. Okay. And are you someone who, do you, are you deeply romantic? Like, are you the type of person that, um, 
like uh, in this chart, this is someone who is extremely romantic and would probably enjoy watching like Bridgerton or reading romance novels. Does that appeal to you? Highly romantic, but I do not like Bridgerton. Okay. I guess I shouldn't have used that as an example, but highly romantic. Okay. Um, that's good to know. So um, you really like uh, expressing um, or like, romantic stories um are you someone who like expresses yourself romantically to your partner and people you love yeah absolutely okay all right um do you relate to uh struggling with escapism and like maybe escaping through from your struggles and problems by throwing yourself into work I don't think so, but throwing myself into work is an or, avenue to all kinds of things that are great in my life, so I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Are you somebody who is um, like a daydreamer and thinks in impressions and gets visions and downloads and can think in a very non-linear way. Absolutely. Yeah. But you also have this side that's very logical and pragmatic and realistic. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you someone who is a very good storyteller and can be very poetic in the way that you speak? Have you ever written poetry before? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Can you read some for us right now? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. This is feeling good about this one. Okay. Um, All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Have you ever had a problem um, speak? Like, have you ever feared speaking up because of uh, receiving a lot of criticism for your uh, ideas. Yes, but it's yes, but it's been a very long time. Okay. Have have people tried to censor you and um Oh, absolutely. Okay. And I feel like um do you also fear speaking up sometimes because it leads to taking on more burden? Okay. I'll speak up anyway. Okay. All right. Um, is constructive criticism something that you struggle with? I struggle with it in the sense that I actually really do enjoy and appreciate constructive criticism, but I'm somebody who takes it extraordinarily personally. So, yeah. of course, you're going to struggle with it, right? So, you want right. it, but you still are going to struggle with it anyway. Okay. All right. Have you struggled with feeling like, like either it seemed, okay, let me see. Like might, you might feel intellectually inferior due to measuring yourself to impossible standards of perfection. I mean, who doesn't feel that way? (laughs) This is my whole point. Like who, 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 doesn't feel that way well i feel I have a like, question are we are we on the second persona are we on the stone this the is first the first persona? one i do you have to okay. be somewhere I have to go. 
nope, nope. Oh, I'm okay, with you. Okay. Okay. But she's trying to pace herself. She's like, yeah. doesn't want to get too excited about this one. Yeah. Um, well, see, in this chart, if this is your chart, you could be a highly subjective person. And it might, you, this is your subjective experience. And it might feel like everybody feels this way. But it may just be that you feel it more intensely than other people. It's hard to say. What does that mean? What does a highly subjective experience mean? It means... Some people are more subjective. Their their um like reality is a lot more subjective to them. Um That's I, fair. Okay. That's fair, actually. <laughs> but okay. But so whatever you whatever you whatever you dream in your mind is your reality. And okay. I, I'm willing to go with it. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever been like um like a scapegoat or uh, people project onto you quite a bit? I wouldn't say in an, in like in more than anybody else. Uh, I think everybody feels that way, right? Well, see, um, again, let, like I don't I, know if I necessarily I don't let myself I don't let myself be the scapegoat of people's projections. Okay. But is that something that you can look back and say, I've had a lot of experiences where I was trying to make the scapegoat of something? Not not too much, no. Okay. All right. Um, and then you mentioned uh, the turkey. So is like taking in uh, animals and animal welfare or something that's like a big theme in your life? It's totally not a big theme in my life, which is weird why I took these goddamn turkeys in. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to kind of wrap this up here. Have you had um, a lot of issues with uh, friendships, maybe having receiving harsh judgment from friends or just a lot of themes around uh, problems with friendships or maybe in social circles? Not really, no. Okay. All right. All right. What, how would you describe your social circle or friends? I am extraordinarily fortunate, and most of the people in my close personal circle are people who I've been friends with for 30 plus years. Um, yeah, I, I'm extraordinarily fortunate. Okay. Um, let's see. All right. Last um, question. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, have you had, okay, last question. Well, no, actually that, that I'm going to skip that one. So, okay, we're going to move on to the next chart. Well, I want to say it at half point okay. at halfway, you know, this is sort of the midway point. How are you both feeling about how much this chart fit you? And Bethany, I want to start with you. Um, there are parts of it that fit me, but then there were parts that felt way off. So, they felt more off than on. Okay. Mm -hmm. There were yeah, there were certain things where it was like a hundred percent yes, and then there were certain things where no, that's not me. And but we tend to at least focus on the hundred percent yes, like oh my god, you're describing me in detail. But then there were a couple no's. Sarah, did you have that experience or? I, I was yeah, I wasn't feeling so sold on that chart. Like there was a lot of things. I, I wasn't feeling sold either. 
That's a good way of putting it. There was definitely some things, the things that I got big yeses from her, I was thinking about the other chart too. And I was like, okay, I could potentially see that in the other chart. But the things where she was like, no, not me. I was like, I feel like those were like kind of defining differences. So I'm really hoping that this chart is going to resonate with her more than the other chart. And if um, right before we start the other chart, if you were to each put a percentage, Bethany, how much did that chart fit you? 33.7%. Whoa, 33%. Wow, okay. That's less than half. That's like... I feel like that's almost pointing in the direction of the other chart. Okay, Sarah, how how much were you feeling? I was I thought I was like fifty (laughs) percent. Like I was a little bit higher because of some things that she said. Okay, Um, yeah, fifty would be you know point. But but uh, well, let's we're getting crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All well, right. Let's see about this other chart then. There's a lot of weight on this other chart. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. With this chart, I am gauging you as someone who is very, actually shows up in a room, very kind of mysterious. People are like, who is that? You know, and why is she so guarded? And, you know, um, you would walk into a room and you kind of be like really observing everything that's going on in there because you're like, I need to know if it's safe for me to let down my guard. Do you relate to that? It's complicated answer. We got time. (laughs) It's, It's a complicated answer because I would say no, but where I am in my career Yes. Uh, people are very guarded around me. And so it happens. All of that happens because of it. People are guarded around you? Yes. Okay. Well, let me put it this way. When you walk into a room of strangers, non-work related, you just walk into a room, okay. a bunch of strangers, it's like a party or something. Are you the very social butterfly that's going to be uh, warm and like talk to everybody and just like have your guard down or are you going to be a little bit like guarded and just like kind of looking at everybody else and maybe you'll talk to someone uh, if you feel like it what do you think the answer is well I'm getting a, I'm getting a lot of like mystery from you so I'm feeling like <laughs> it's probably the more the mysterious one yeah yeah I've, I I have to say the one thing that was in the back of my mind this entire interview is you've been very cryptic with your answers which is really pointing to this chart and I didn't know if you were doing that because you just thought like you weren't supposed to give me a lot of information or if that was how you normally are I am exactly who I am. I uh, am not really good at pretending or putting on facades, so you're getting exactly who I am. (laughs) Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay. That's great. Uh, I'm feeling good about this one. And uh, some... And it does, this chart still does speak to some of those things that you were explaining about that happened in your childhood. The intensity of the situation um, would really inform, um, you know, some stuff going on in this chart. You seem, okay, so in this chart, you are someone who is 
kind of a rebel. You are, you are who you are. I feel like you just said this. You are who you are and you don't, you need a lot of personal freedom and you do not want anyone stepping on that. 100%. Woohoo. <laughs> uh, I think you said One, before. 100%. I think you said before, you're someone who really needs to get to the bottom of things. And I feel like, especially when it comes to spirituality, is that something you relate to? That's a complex question, right? Because getting to the bottom of spirituality, I don't know that you can do that easily, right? We we can. We can do it in right? under an hour. Uh, oh, okay, let me rephrase that question oh, for you. And, yeah. Are you someone that's very curious about uh, spirituality and... Nah. No? Not at all? Not no. really, no. Okay. I would say enough to come on the podcast, though, right? That's a little bit of curiosity. It's curiosity to the extent of having the conversation. Mm -hmm. So you like new experiences more. That's maybe more what led you to this than a curiosity about is astrology real? Jackpot. Okay. um, So... Okay, let's see. Where am I going with this? Um, so we established that you need a lot of personal freedom. I would guess that you're also a nonconformist um, and have an, have an interest in tech and science. Yep. Okay. Um, you. This. I guess this isn't. This is more like just FYI, like in this lifetime, you are really learning to self-actualize and stand up for yourself and develop your own personality because perhaps in your past life, you were maybe too wrapped up in other people and you're really here to... I'm having trouble, I'm having trouble not being biased towards this uh, readout versus the last one. How so? This one, it definitely is resonating more. Okay, well, great. Yeah, that helps Sarah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in her, in her That's choosing. great. Um, I feel like you're someone who really questions authority and is this good for everybody? Like, you know, yeah. people want to put rules for rules sake, but you're like, okay, well, do we really need this rule? Does this rule make sense? 100%. Um, you are someone who probably takes a lot of action behind the scenes, um, maybe because out of having to have, like, needed to, like, been in situations where people were trying to uh, take away your personal freedom or were trying to control you. And so you have to be actually not really telling people what you're doing and you have to kind of go behind the scenes and uh, and maybe you actually also enjoy working behind the scenes. Is that you relate to that? All of that. Okay, great. This is feeling pretty good. <laughs> um, I think we established that you're a very practical, logical, analytical thinker. Um, are you very good at editing, being like an editor? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, detail-oriented, perfectionism, organized, adaptable, helper, being of service, very truthful, very, very truthful. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe a little humble. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Is your comfort zone, uh, we talked a little bit about your comfort zone in last chart. In this chart, your comfort zone would be having your creature comforts, um, having like some good food, some good like wine or like a, a sensory experience, like aromas and things like that. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Was your mother, um, so your mother, was she someone that you saw as a really logical, practical, determined, stable person? Yes. Okay. Um, with your emotions, uh, are you someone who is a little bit stubborn, um, slow in that maybe you have to like think about things for a while and decide how you feel? Uh, you might also be very patient. Um, relate to that? People don't see it as patient, but yes. Okay, okay. And do you feel your emotions in a sensory way? Like if you are mad, you actually feel it in your body? 100%, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I'm showing also, okay. I feel like we touched on this before, but uh, I might just ask again. Is communication difficulties and speaking up hard for you? Or maybe you maybe you can speak up, but like people misunderstand you a lot and you feel like you're always having to like re-explain yourself or like people just like didn't understand what you were saying the first time. Yeah, because <clears throat> they're not smart enough, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think I know which chart it is. <laughs> it's okay. None of them are listening. So you can let. <laughs> I mean, I, you asked me to be honest, right? So. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, are you someone who is just like too cautious that sometimes it can hinder you taking action? No, not cautious. No. Okay. <laughs> We're on a See, podcast about astrology. No. <laughs> well, well all the other answers seem to, I, I feel like I could have answered that one, that she does not sound <laughs> cautious when she's like, rebellious, yes, speaks her mind, yes, all of that. Well, cautious. Yeah, how I is that different? I, I guess don't it, feel like coming on this podcast is very risky. You know, I don't think cautious is the right word. Intentional. Intentional is the okay. word that I think people mean a lot of times. Okay. Well, I guess what I'm saying, cautious, you might be someone who people are going to do something like jump off a, you know, something that's too high. And you might be like, okay, like you're the common sense person that's like, like cautious in yeah, that way. I, I'll, I'll rein people in. I, I will rein people in. Yeah. Absolutely. Or maybe like an extremely cautious driver. Like I was, I was thinking more on those terms. I don't think you've been in a car with me, but I'm gonna. I'll say yes ish. Okay. Sort of cautious driver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what it says on your driving record. We have to. You have to submit your driving record to be on the show too, so we can see. Okay, I'm thinking I know why you're saying that, but so I feel like that checks out. Okay, moving on. Um, and we're almost done here. Uh, okay. I Here's like, just hold in there. Just hold in there for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still feeling like, 
you said you were very decisive, but I'm I'm feeling like um do you sometimes just you you said you did have to weigh all the options, but does that ever get in the way of you taking action because you just really have to like overthink things? Nope. Okay. You're very decisive about what you want to do. How's that for decisive? Nope. Oh wait, what are you saying? I'm that for decisive. Like no, I I don't overthink things. Okay, okay, but you do. But you did say that you like to consider all the options. I definitely think through the options, but I make a decision really quickly. Okay, all right. Does that ever um, backfire, or do you ever like? like regret if you're making decisions quickly do you ever regret that no okay all right um uh do you feel like you've uh like anger like when you get really angry it's or like one of the things that makes you really angry is like things being unfair um and not getting your needs met is that something that uh, hmm. I mean, I feel like that could make I, anyone. I feel, ang- yeah, exactly. Right. And I feel like they're two different things, right? Like not getting your needs, needs met is different than the other thing, whatever. I can't remember. What the other yeah, thing I guess, uh, they are two things. Um, I'm just wondering if that is, ex- uh, uh, something that's like exceptional in your life, but it sounds like you're not necessarily relating to that. No. Okay. All right. Um, and do you, are you someone who feel, do you feel like you have a lot of self-imposed limitations in any type of way? Not really. Okay. Um, as far as your work, you talked about it a little bit. Have you ever worked for your family or in a family business? No. No, never. Okay. Okay, um, these these the nose these nose are these things that this chart says she has done. They're just one way that archetype can manifest. It doesn't mean there's other, you know, there's like it's never so sp- specific that it's just one way. You know, but like that was one thing that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just, I'm just kind of like guessing here. Um, but anyway, uh, are, are you in a position of authority in your workplace? Yes. Okay. And do you feel like work is something that you have had to work very hard at, maybe in a way where you feel like, um, there's been a lot of delays, uh, in work for you and like getting what, getting certain promotions or, you know, like things being like long overdue. No, never. Okay. Are you someone that needs to justify your actions quite a bit? Well, probably. Yeah. Okay, and explain yourself and all that. Okay, um, I, I wouldn't say necessarily explain myself. It's just that this is what I did. This is why I did the thing. Okay. 
Uh, I'm still trying to, I keep going back to this one thing. I've asked a couple of questions on it and they weren't, it wasn't showing up in that way. I'm still, are you someone who um, maybe, uh, how do I say this? You deny to yourself or lie to yourself about how angry you are about a situation? That's very interesting. I don't think that I am. Okay. You think you're, what are the type of things that make you angry? Like really angry? Um, when my people are in situations that I can't protect them from, um, that's really mostly it. Okay. All right. Are you, um, you mentioned your mother has experiencing loss of people you love a theme in your life? It is. Yes. Okay. Like, uh, exceptional for you, like compared to other people, you know, you feel like it's yeah. more of a, okay. Um, and are you last question? Are you someone who's extremely generous with money and maybe sometimes a little impractical? A hundred percent. Okay. All right. Well, I, I feel like it's undeniable, <laughs> which, uh, which one I have to choose here. And I'm I'm glad we did it this way because I feel like if we had, uh, you know, you're kind of joining us on our sixth episode, but for our first five episodes, we were kind of doing it a little bit differently. And I feel like if we had done it that other way, I could have easily been misled or gone down the wrong way. But I, I know I'm saying this before we've actually revealed. <laughs> but uh, I feel like, I mean, like, you know, this is different because this isn't just me saying, like, this is the chart. This I feel like this is our guest also saying, like, this is the chart. Well, before <laughs> you put words into our guest's mouth, um, Bethany, how are you feeling about that second chart? Uh, it felt more relatable. Okay, like uh, if you were to put that percentage-wise, last one you were 33.333%. I'm not going there. I'm not going there in this one. I'll have that. I don't have that feeling. Oh, so lower than 33%? Or No, no, no. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that at all. It, I kind of feel like it's even Steven. So this would be like a 50-50? <laughs> I okay. think you related to this one way more. <laughs> I did. I definitely did. I mean, like, why are we even having this conversation? I obviously yeah. did. I guess I yeah. just like to get a gauge of how he's wants a percentage. How much you related <laughs> to it, you know? Scott is like the math nerd on an astrology. I'm over podcast, here. <laughs> so like, okay, that's interesting. You don't see it, but I have a calculator over here, and you relate to this chart. Um, 57.9%. No, I don't know. If you had to put oh a number on it, gosh. just like how, like, high 75% but you felt like it, it matched you? It, it felt like it matched me more than the first one. Okay. That's good enough. Well, 50 50, sure. <laughs> Sarah? Scott, I'm a highly adaptable person. <laughs> now, the, okay. I will just say the only thing that could screw this up <laughs> is oh one of the charts had was like right on the edge. So that means if, if we adjusted the time 
you know, to be like one minute in the other direction, it would change the entire chart. So, whoa, um, whoa, whoa. yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that that is uh, not a factor here. And I'm hoping I, me too. I, I think we've, <laughs> I think we've honed in on the right chart. Then you're, then you're stuck here for another hour. <laughs> and I, and I feel like, I feel like this is all three of us kind of like putting our chips on this chart. So it doesn't feel like it's we're just in, me. We're in, we're in. Yeah. So we're all in on this chart. Honestly, you guys, I liked both charts. There are parts of them that matched. And there were a lot of no's that we glossed over in the second chart. And there were a lot of yeses that I think we forgot about in the first chart. Charming and likable right off the bat on the first chart. Hello. (laughs) Relationships are important. Yeah. Arts and aesthetics. Arts and aesthetics are very important to her. She goes to museums. Very important. Very, very important, actually. Her home has an aesthetic. My yeah. home does not. Uh, Devil's advocate, yes, yeah. This and is all and these- and actually, <laughs> those yeses. I'm looking at the other chart, the one that we resonated more with, and those I feel comfortable can be explained in this chart as well. The second chart didn't mention psychic and intuitive abilities, which from no, Beth- I did from Bethany got a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, I, let me let me say something. In interest of saving time, I didn't yeah. I didn't want to repeat myself, but those I will explain later why. Spirit's getting, the, getting sassier here. He <laughs> one is, uh, one, it up. So let me just explain. Like this is the what, portion of the episode where Scott <laughs> and Sarah have a little fight, and then we reveal which chart it was. Sometimes fight, 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 fight. sometimes a characteristic will show up because of a planet, and sometimes it'll show up because of the sign on that house. And so when you have two charts, you might have one chart that has the sign and one chart that has a planet. So same energy, you know, a lot of the same energy. So maybe not exactly the same, but a lot of the same. So I, I feel like because I didn't re-ask those things about the art and the uh, 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 whatever it was, um, because I could already see that this chart would account for those things and of relationships. Course, every chart, if you try hard enough, can oh, account stop. for any any personality trait. <laughs> okay. So, did chart B, did chart B mention her poetry? <laughs> the second yeah, chart did it. Yeah, All we right. haven't we haven't said if they're chart A or B yet. Oh, right. I just mean the second one. Yeah. So yeah. now, Sarah, you're still you're still holding fast. All right, fine. So you you do you, okay right. bef- before you came on, uh, Bethany. We had uh, two character profiles that I kind of came up with in a more succinct way, and the first profile, the first one we went over, I nicknamed that chart the romantic artist. That they were very. Uh, very romantic, uh, very wrapped up in relationships with other people, um, and very artistic. But the other chart I nicknamed the stealthy rebel because they are who they are and they have to do a lot of, they're very mysterious, uh, and they have to do a lot of things behind the scenes to avoid, uh, have, yeah. Why can't it be both? Right. It It can can be, it it can be both. That's the cool thing. It's okay. Don't take it as you're not artistic or romantic, but 
maybe not as much as the the person in that chart. You know what I'm saying? Like there's different, there's a spectrum. Uh, Scott, it feels like she just told me what I am. I'm the selfie one. I'm not the artist romantic. You still are, you still have those, oh my gosh, you still have those qualities, but it's not. She told me, she told me. It's not a, it's not at a 10. It's maybe more at like a seven. You know, you're, you okay, said so relationship. I'm a stealthy what? Stealthy rebel. So I'll take that actually. So in, in the stealthy rebel chart, re- relationships are really important to you. It's a huge theme, but it doesn't necessarily mean that your identity is informed or wrapped up in them. It seems like you're still actually, you know, it's like you you don't get in all these different relationships and every relationship you're in, you're taking on a new identity and you're like, oh, uh, you play hockey. Okay. I'm going to play hockey now. And like constantly changing yourself to these different like flavor of the week kind of people. No. Okay. So that's, that's the romantic artist part. Don't take it as that you are not romantic or artistic. Okay. Like you can have those Thank things. Thank you, Sarah. I'll be okay. I'll, I'll persevere. Okay. I'm just trying to find like, what are the loudest things in each chart? You know, so it's, it's um, not romantic or artistic. It, it is. Um, <laughs> All right, Sarah, it sounds like you're pretty determined on mysterious or stealthy rebel. Yeah, I mean, we all are, okay? Stealthy we all rebel. heard uh, Yeah, it. we are. Stealthy, <laughs> stealthy rebel. All right, so, Sarah, which chart... See, I'm aware which of the two charts that I sent her matches that, so I was able to play along blindly, bum, bum, not, bum. In, not influencing anything. But, Sarah, which chart belongs to your pick, the stealthy rebel? Chart B. I wish I had a sound effect to play. And if I did, that sound effect would be a trombone that goes. Are you serious? Oh, my God. I'm the artistic romantic. You are more romantic and artistic than you thought you were. And I really want you to lean into those qualities. Oh, my God. I will. I like, I love and hate this moment because I understand that it's really rough on Sarah, who is committed to one personality, well, like one. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I thought there was a 50 50 chance either way. Yeah, but Sarah, at the end, why can't it be both? Well, it's not both. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay, so if you're chart A, that is the chart that I said. God damn it. <laughs> but I don't We're think, upset, I don't, I don't think, I think maybe you're, uh, hopefully. So w- let me just ask you, did, where did you, is your time on your birth certificate? Is there any, or did you just estimate it? What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> It means this is the exact minute, hour and minutes on my birthday forget. Okay, okay. So it's from your birthday. I just want to make sure because your ascendant is at zero degrees. So that means if you were actually born like two minutes early, 
it might have changed your whole chart. But I feel Yeah, you know, that feels like a lot. That feels like a lot. You know, the astrology is only going to be as good as the astrologer interpreting it. <laughs> Sarah's a very good astrologer, better than she wants to admit. And she did a deep dive yeah. on these charts. Well, I did, but again, yet again, like, uh, we've got, you know, overlap here that made it a little confusing because we've got chart A is a Libra rising with Pluto in the first house. But then we have chart B, which is a Scorpio, uh, which is the same, you know, a lot of the, it, you know, is ruled by Pluto. And it's planets are in Libra. It's hard to explain without so really you getting into it. So you're saying that, that, yes, that if the birth time is off by, you know, 15 minutes, she becomes a stealthy, she is the stealthy rebel? No, 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 that's or not she's what I similar. Said. She's much closer to a it's stealthy no, rebel. For, forget about the alternate time. Okay. Yes, okay, stealthy rebel's the I'm random just, one. I'm just saying, like, between the stealthy rebel and the romantic one, there are... Um, you know, one of them will have the planet and one will have the sign. Mm -hmm. And so her being very mysterious and guarded is showing up in both of those charts, but also so is the likable, you know, so it's, if you do, it's hard to explain all of what's going on to, if you, if you, you know, if you haven't studied astrology, it's, it's hard for me to succinctly explain, but um, I'm, I'm guessing it's just because of that overlap. Are you looking at the other chart, the 15 minutes later chart and thinking it matches her a lot? I'm not looking, forget about that one. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about the rebel one. I'm talking about the 15 minutes later alternate chart that I sent you just no, in case. I'm saying forget about it. Like I, I'm not considering that right now oh, Okay. because I don't think that matches anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think it. I think that even though there were a lot of differences in these charts, there was still this overlap. But she was saying, you know, oh, I only related to this one thirty three percent. Well, uh, I I felt like I said she related to it fifty percent because I felt like there were definitely yeses. But when I when she was saying no, you know, I was um I don't know. Like I'm just I'm just going by like how I interpreted it. Mm -hmm. Um but Yeah, I, I mean know. I think we were both we were all surprised, right? Yeah. I yeah. think we can all agree there. Um, yeah, definitely. I heard a lot of yeses and a lot of no's on both readings. So I guess yeah, I could see how, you know, it would be either one. But again, I'm the guy who thinks it's 50-50 every time. Yeah, I and know And to you me, are. both of them were kind of 50-50. But you guys were getting excited about the the Mysterious Rebel. So yeah. then I was getting excited about the Mysterious Rebel. I feel yeah. like I got pulled into your excitement. Well, you, did. you know. And I want my money back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just... 
you know what? We'll talk about it in our retrace. (laughs) I'll give you all my explanations why, you know, her chart works. There will be. But you know, even when you're, when you're giving readings to a client, like in actual astrology, you aren't, you're going in and you don't actually know how this is going to show up. So you are working with them to put the puzzle together, you know, or put it in the context of their life, but you're seeing what energies are at play and what themes are going on. And at first glance, these two charts, I felt like were very different, but um, there were just some overlapping things that were kind of confusing it a bit so i don't know what to say all i can all i can do is keep trying this till i nail it (laughs) (laughs) well on that note um thank you so much for your participation yeah yeah thanks so much for coming on uh do you have anything to promote it sounds like you're doing all right and uh you don't (laughs) need like more followers on your instagram or anything (laughs) I, I don't. In fact, I don't want them. <laughs> Sarah, if you knew that information, would you have chosen to? She doesn't. No, that sounds mysterious. Rebel. Actually, that doesn't sound like the other one either. It doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, yes. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, we'll close out this episode. That's it, everyone. Let us know what you thought by commenting on whatever platform you follow us on. Links to our accounts are in the episode description. If you like the show, please follow us so you don't miss the next one. Rate and review and tell your friends. And until next week, this case is closed. <laughs>